Yo, 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 yo. Let's go. It's the Great Debate Show with your host, Jarvis Jeffries, along with Terrence Smith. What's good, guys? And Nick Ely. What's happening? It's the Great Debate Show, available wherever you get your podcast. Follow and download. Uh, you can also look up the Great Debate Show. Uh, type it in the search bar on Facebook, and you can join us for some of the hottest debates during the week. What who versus who? What versus what? What's the top five? This top five that? Man, we be having it all jumping uh, on the Great Debate Show. Just type it in in the uh, search bar on Facebook. Also, Jarvis Jeffries on Facebook, Nick Ely, and Terrence Smith on Facebook. And you can come on over to the Great Debate Show slash King Sip Productions on Twitter as well because we do the same thing over there. All right, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, we want to talk about Week 14. Man, this season has got gone. This season is rolling. Very quick. It is rolling, man. So we got week 14 yeah. coming up, uh, and it started on Thursday night, Thursday night football, where we saw the Las Vegas Raiders travel to Los Angeles to take on the Rams in that beautiful SoFi Stadium. Now, I wouldn't say this is breaking news, but Baker Mayfield asked for a release on uh, Monday, early Monday, from the Carolina Panthers, and they gave it to him. And, um, I, of course, we all know why. And everybody thought that it was strange that he'd done that immediately after Jimmy Garoppolo hurt his foot or broke his foot or whatever he did to his foot. We've got to talk about that as well. And uh, so everybody thought that he was lobbying for the Niners' job. Shanahan said, hey, I've always been a, good, I've always been a fan of him, but, yeah, we're good. In so many words, he said he'd be surprised because he's pretty comfortable with where they stand. That means he's got a lot of confidence in Brock Purdy. But that's neither here nor there. Baker Mayfield uh, got claimed off the um, from the from the the, the Los Angeles Rams got him uh, from uh, he didn't clear the waivers. I mean, so he he is now claimed by the L.A. Rams. And on Thursday Night Football, wouldn't you know? they would suit him up and they would have him somewhat ready to go. He didn't start the football game, but he definitely played in the game. And, uh, hell, it's not like it was a terrible game. I mean, they it took them a long time before they got in the end zone, but this was a low-scoring game. If you took the under, congrats, because this game was very low-scoring. And um, uh, it, But it came down to the wire, though. The Rams actually had a shot. They got the ball back uh, late in the uh, football game. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that game here in a minute. Rams and Raiders on a Thursday night on Prime Video. So, uh, also breaking news, before we get into the show, we want to first talk about the Tennessee Titans because before we get into Week 14 games, they fired their general manager. Uh, first thing Monday after A.J. Brown went off at home as they hosted his former team, the Tennessee Titans. I called it on the previous episode. I said that, hey, it's time for John to go. After watching what A.J. Brown did to his former team, why do you trade him away? Why do you do it, John? Why do you do it? And there's a few other things that he dropped the ball with as well that I don't think Amy Adams, the owner of the Tennessee Titans, was happy with. And so, yeah, she said, thanks. We appreciate everything that you've done. But, uh... Yeah, this is the end of the road. And uh, so they were singing the boys to men. 
And that's it for John Robinson. <laughs> that's the boys to me. <laughs> the boys to me. So I want to ask hey, you guys. If, if you don't understand that reference, like just turn turn the Spotify off and, and just, just go back to bed. Yeah, man. Ooh, we boys to men to the end of the end of the road, man. Those guys, they so goaded, man, for real. They so goaded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those, those young boys from Philly, from Philly. Um, but yeah, man. So John Robinson is out of Tennessee. We don't know who they're gonna bring in. Are they gonna bring somebody from outside within again? That's what they did when they brought in John Robinson when he left from over Tampa Bay as a pretty good scout. And I mean, this guy did draft Derrick Henry. He did bring in some guy Harold Landry. He he you know, Kevin Byard. He's drafted some good guys here, I believe. But he also made some mistakes. And the AJ Brown trade was the biggest one. Uh, so guy, he didn't fix the offensive news. line. He, he didn't. He didn't fix the offensive line either. But uh, oh no, <laughs> I see it. Yeah, and yeah. We're twenty three yard touchdown to Van Jefferson with nine seconds to go. What the fuck is going on? Well, we said. Well, we we said this is entertainment, baby. It's only entertainment. Excuse, excuse my friends, but golly. <laughs> yeah, I was I was hoping you guys held it until afterwards. Now we now they know we're recording now. Unless I edit this out, they know we record on Thursday night. It's okay. <laughs> We've said it before, okay. but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Baker Mayfield. As we're recording here, we we're trying to get a little bit ahead, be a little proactive here, and uh, we were just saying that hey. He could do it. He could. He could. He could go for a ninety-eight yard drive, and within five minutes of us starting the Great Debate Show, he's definitely done that. I didn't look to my right as I was talking about John Robinson, and yes, I see it now. Baker Mayfield, who played Thursday Night Football for the Rams, just threw the game-tying touchdown. Who did he throw that to, guys? Jefferson. Yeah, that's the Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, and it's a nice throw also, by, by the way. It is a beautiful throw. It's uh, He dropped it in there. Uh, good play, good drive, 98 yards. Here we go. We'll keep you posted on that, although by the time you hear this, you'll already know how it ended, right? So why did I say that? Anyway, uh, guys, I'm going to start with Terrence first. Who is there anybody in mind that you want to replace John Robinson with for the Tennessee Titans? And if not, that's fine. But do you think that this was deserving? I mean, I know what Nick's going to say probably, but it, 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 it happened less than 24 hours after the beatdown. Um, what? Well, no, it happened on Tuesday, early Tuesday. I guess she watched it all day Monday on film. But anyway, <laughs> but Terrence, uh, the, the, the Titans, as a Titan fan, I would be happy because I feel like this is what you get, bruh. You know, like, it might have been an emotional reaction, but at the same time, like, like, look, he shouldn't have done us like this because he should be playing for us, damn it. So, Terrence, yeah. your thoughts on John Robinson being out, and, you know, where do they go now as far as you general manager? I am, I am just waiting for all of the dirty laundry to get aired because this is clearly more than just the owners or, you know, the, the – president waking up one day and waking up Tuesday morning it was like you know that A.J. Brown fella he played for us and he should be, he should be still playing for us and you traded him away so you gone like there had to be some kind of a build up there had to be some kind of a conversation where they told this guy hey if A.J. Brown comes in here and does this to us you're gone you know uh, there had to be a situation or something where Vrabel went to the went to you know went above him and was like listen AJ should have been here. Or you know, I'm just saying something had to lead up to this guy getting canned, especially with them being three games ahead in the division. There was something egregious. 
I sure as heck hope it's not another email vocal situation. Uh, hopefully it's just football. Hopefully it's just the AJ Brown trade, and I'm sure there's something else that will trigger some some media uh, posts or something to let us know exactly what, what went on behind the scenes. As far as somebody to replace him, listen, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Lou Riddick. Uh, I think we all like Lou Riddick. I love Lou Riddick on TV. Yes. Whenever he does get a GM job, yes. I want to miss seeing him on TV. I'm going to miss his analysis. But at some point, somebody has to give that brother a chance. And Tennessee could be a good fit for him. They're already a very good team. They they are, well, I think they were first or second uh, in the AFC last year. Yeah, they, they won a division. Yeah, and um, I mean, yeah, they were number you know, one in the so, AFC. Yeah, right. So they 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 are right now set up to be a good team for a while. I think most of those, most of those guys are on the contract. The only problem is AJ Brown should be on the contract too, and he's not. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Lou, Lou Riddick's name out there, even if it's not a job. It might be a job that he doesn't want, but I'm I'm gonna throw his name out there because he deserves it. And Terrence is right back to form. Stealing my thunder, first take. <laughs> that was exactly who I had in mind was Lou Riddick, um, and, and I, I echo everything you just said. Um, I'm definitely a big fan of him on TV. His his football knowledge is basically second to none. Um, as far as you know, just in, as far as from a front office perspective, um, you know there are other guys that maybe have a little better uh, view from the X's and O's, or at least a comparable view on the X and O's. I won't even say a little better. Um, and so from that standpoint, I'll definitely miss seeing him on there, but uh, I do look forward to him getting an opportunity. And, and you know, I mean, because you look at it, you know, from the standpoint of a guy like Mike Mayock, who got an opportunity with the Raiders, and we see how that went. And so, uh, you know, if, if he can get one, then Lou Riddick definitely deserves it. And I, I definitely wish the best if he does decide to, to get involved in that. Um, as far as John Robinson actually getting fired, I mean, uh like, it was just one of those situations. I mean, again, you know, as, as we talked about last time, I called it that, you know, I thought AJ was going to have a big game, and he certainly did. And, I, I mean, I, I don't know what else you want me to say. I mean, that's proof positive. Hey, you, you got rid of this guy and brought in, you know, this rookie that has not impressed to this point. I mean, if, if Traylon Burks was, you know, sixth in the league in receiving at this point, tenth in the league in receiving at this point, you might be like, all right, you know what? He saved us some money. You got a guy that looks like he could be he could replace AJ. He's he's making that ascension. All right, cool. That's not what we're saying. This is not a Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase situation. Um, and so because of that, you somebody's gotta be held accountable. And I'm quite sure, as as Terrence also alluded to, that uh, you know, maybe a couple players and obviously the coach, uh Mike uh uh Brable, I almost said Mike Zimmer, uh Brable, uh probably went and, and lobbied with, with ownership, like, hey, look. I want to keep this guy. So if you're going to listen to the GM, just know he made this decision. I, if I'd say pay him, you know, $25 million or whatever it ended up being. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it didn't, no skin off my nose. I, I, I kind of was with Jarvis. I agreed that it, it was a possibility. Um, but Jarvis was definitely on the money with it. Yeah, money, money, money. Hey, how about this, man? <laughs> how, how about this, though? I mean, they said that Mike Vrabel is probably going to get a little bit more, he's going to get more duties, all right? And they didn't say he was going to be the general manager, but I'm just, this is what I'm afraid of before I say who I think they should go with. I hope Mike Vrabel, and it seems like Mike Vrabel is a good coach. He gets it. I was, look, that's what the sources said, people around him. I heard people saying that and whispering that when he first got the job. 
He's been competitive. He's the new Jeff Fisher. He's going to be competitive. They're going to win 9 to 11, 12 games every season. For the love of God, I hope he's not Jeff Fisher. Well, I, well, I'm just saying, Jeff Fisher never won anything significant. He never won a Super Bowl, but he had a few AFC championship appearances, a lot of AFC playoff appearances, uh, a Super Bowl appearance where they were just a yard short. I mean, but he always drafted good and was competitive. That's what Mike Vrabel is. However, if he's going to get more duties, this sounds more like kind of what Denver did with Mike Shanahan. This is what Tampa mm-hmm. Bay did with John Gruden. This is what – I hope it's more of what they did, even though eventually they got the boot too. But I, I hope he doesn't turn into the next Bill O'Brien because this was a guy in the same division who, well, you know, it looked like he's doing a pretty good job because he's beating up on the Jaguars and he was beating up on the Titans and the Colts all year. And the Texans would win 9, 10 games and they win the division. I think that that's kind of what the Titans are doing. They win the division – it's fairly easy sometimes, even though the Titans are a good team. They can, they're can they a more physical team than people give them credit for. They're a team that can mm-hmm. surprise you. They can, they're ready for the cold weather. They can sma- they're a smash-mouth physical team. So Vrabel probably isn't going anywhere. And if he doesn't, then I don't know if they bring somebody from outside within. It'll probably be maybe the interim guy right now that, they, that they're going with or somebody. I don't know. But if they go from outside, what if this guy doesn't want Mike Vrabel? What if this what if this person, you know, like what if it is Lewis Riddick, which I doubt, but he definitely needs it. He deserves it. I would I would like to see what he does as a general manager, but I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking if they decided to bring in a new general manager that doesn't want Mike Vrabel, what if they bring in a coach like Jim Harbaugh? What if they can lure him in, you know, out of Michigan? What if they also and I've been hearing these rumors about how Aaron Rodgers has some property out in Nashville or right outside of Nashville, and he kind of wants to move to Tennessee. It sounds crazy, but, hey, he's getting older. You know, he's at a point in his life to where he probably just wants to go out somewhere in the woods or on the farm and just chill out with his, you know, significant other and or his and his dog. I don't know until his retirement years come, but he's got two or three good years left in him with the motivation and on the right team and the right coaching staff. What if Jim Harbaugh – Comes to the NFL and coaches the Titans, and Aaron Rodgers comes as the hit, as the uh, starting quarterback, and Malik Willis gets to learn from a true Hall of Famer, somebody that's way better than Tannehill, and that's no shade to Tannehill. And here we go. Now you've got Derrick Henry in the backfield. Jim Harbaugh will get that offensive line straight, and he will have you competing every damn week. I know that for a fact firsthand. That's just me. And, again, I don't think that they're going to go away from Vrabel, though. So, they're probably not going to bring in a new guy from outside within. But John Robinson did have to go because, as I stated, man, please, after watching what A.J. Brown did, I think Amy Adams knew all along she was going to do this, but she wanted to hold him accountable. So, she just wanted – and they said she was front row for that game. So, I'm I'm thinking that she was like, yeah, let him get this ass whooping first, and then we're going to give him his walking papers to justify why we done it. And – that's what it seems like. I like it. If I was a Titan fan, I'd be very happy right now because it's like you 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 did all right and we appreciate what you've done, but now nah, we straight because that was ridiculous. And 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 after that beatdown, I, I think that was deserving, you know. So ho- hopefully hopefully the Tennessee Titans become a better 
uh, offensive team. They become more explosive. They bring in the right people. Hey, if Harbaugh doesn't want to come to the NFL, what about Sean Payton? Would he want to come back and, and, and coach Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers is going to Tennessee? They've got some ways to do this. They don't have to. They don't have to stick with Vrabel. Or, but I would say pick a head coach that can probably do or handle general manager duties or bring in somebody. I, I just don't know a lot of general manager names right now, but I'm sure there's plenty of people. We have a guy named Adam Peters who has been with us since John Lynch and Shanahan started the uh, started their regime in, in San Francisco. He's pretty good as a scout. And uh, we bumped him up, I believe, to a VP of player personnel. Uh, he is probably going to be getting interviewed and, I'm sure a few more people out in other, you know, teams, but I don't know. We'll see. Congratulations to the Titans for doing that, though. To do that right now, to me, that says a lot. They could have waited till one, the end one, of the season. One little, one little pushback. Go Nervous. ahead. Uh, I, I, from a football standpoint, I understand the, the Jim Harbaugh and, and Aaron Rodgers pairing, but I think there would probably be a personality clash there that, that it, it just seemed like it wouldn't work to me. You're probably right. You're probably right about that. Uh, Har- Har- I feel Har- like they would just not. They would be like oil and water. It just would not go well. You're probably right. <laughs> you're, 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 you're probably right. But but what about Sean Payton? I think Sean Payton could work well. Would you Sean think Payton he could work well with Aaron Rodgers? Okay. Okay. Let's let's do Sean Payton then. Maybe. I think I think Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we know Tannehill. This is it for him. And Malik still may need another year. Maybe I'm not sure. I don't know if they're willing to give it to Malik or not. But if they're not, watch out for Aaron Rodgers to Tennessee. And that would make that 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 would make the general manager job a hot commodity, and that would also make other head coaches. All right, Jarvis, I gotta ask you a question. Come on. Let's. I want for you, I want right now. <clears throat> you are Aaron Rodgers. The season is over. It's the off season, and that wasn't redundant. And <laughs> you have two. <laughs> You have two offers on the table. Mm-hmm. On one offer, you have a one-year deal uh, for the Tennessee Titans. On the other hand, you have a one-year deal with Jarvis's, not Aaron Rodgers, but Jarvis's San Francisco 49ers. If you were Aaron Rodgers, which one would you choose for one year? Oh, come on, man, please. Look, I'm going to say this. I'm not, I'm not talking to Jarvis. I'm talking, I'm talking to Aaron Rodgers. You're talking to Aaron Rodgers. I know. I know. And and keep in mind, just like Tom Brady, who I think is going to be the, the 49er next year more than likely. So do I. Uh, y- yes. Uh, look, Aaron Rodgers also grew up a 49er and grew up hating the Cowboys, and that's why he beats the Cowboys every chance he gets, and he loses to the 49ers every chance he gets. It makes sense. I, I think that he would definitely say, um, uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody just text me. Please don't run out of salmon tomorrow. <laughs> okay, we're gonna try not to. It wasn't um, Nick, was it? <laughs> no, nah, it, it, nah, it wasn't you. I know it's, it, it, it's not. It wasn't Nick this time. But uh, yeah, um, he don't be on my way on Fridays. He be on my way on Wednesdays. Right? Yeah, Wednesdays. Eat green urban salads, man. Available. Uh, on wheels, uh, you can come around and you can, they'll come to you or you can come to them, but Eat Green Urban Salads has some of the best salads, man, from salmon to salmon Follow and shrimp. Follow the Facebook page, find out where they at, I'm telling y'all. Eat Green, look uh, it up, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Appreciate Take it from it, a fat dude, I'm telling you, that is good food. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Look look up Eat Green, man. You can find them on Instagram or Facebook or you can just email uh, Eat Urban uh, at Outlook.com or 901 417 one four nine two, but yeah, 
Uh, I, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, man, I'm still picking the 49ers. The only way I'm picking the Titans is if I really do want to live in Tennessee, where my property is and all these things that I'm hearing about rumor-wise. And they still would have to tell me we just signed OBJ to a one-year, two-year deal. They would have to tell me that we're also thinking about bringing in some more, uh, you know, wide receivers, uh, you know, or we drafted somebody as well. Or, you know, mm-hmm. like they, they, they have to make some moves for me to come now. But, again, it's intriguing. If those things that I'm hearing is true, but if that stuff is just, you know, just washed, it's just some stuff that they're just blowing because they want to get them out there. Because I heard Tom Brady was looking at schools and in, in outside of Nashville, and I don't think that was true either. So all I know is that if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm pretty sure he would pick the 49ers. But, uh, again, I don't know. I don't know. The, the Titans have money. We don't. I don't think the Niners could actually pay him li- realistically. So uh, not 50 per, but the Titans can. And I just think it's a good fit if they can just put a few things around him and, you know, like, because you're starting to see them get some things going with Watson right now. Um, But I don't know. I just think that Amy Adams did a good job by firing John Robinson. It was the right time. And it says something, the fact that she did it at the end of week 13 and not in late January, like, like, you know, early January, like most teams do. All right, so moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we wanted to just get that out the way because that's that's that was interesting, okay? And, and AJ Brown is getting people fired out here. Uh, uh, Nick, what do we have on tap for the show, man? As we try to moderate our way through uh, these Week 14 games, and I sure I'm sure you probably want to start with the crazy Baker Mayfield uh, drama in Inglewood on Thursday Night Football. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's crazy. I, I uh, you know, was when I was like, I'm not gonna waste time watching Baker Mayfield. I, I don't want to watch Baker Mayfield play football. As I told y'all last, you know, last episode, he's not good at football, and he probably comes out here and basically tells me to shut my mouth because he gets signed by the, by the Rams. What less than 48 hours ago, comes out and leaves a 98 yard, you know, touchdown drive to win the game with two, two minutes left and no timeouts. Uh, so apparently, I must have missed a, a pretty good game. I'll go back and catch some highlights. Um, clearly there weren't very many. Final score 17 to 16. Um, but Becky threw for 230 yards, 22 for 35, touchdown. Uh, no picks, I don't believe. So, uh, you gotta give him some credit for that. He showed up and played a, a pretty damn good game for somebody that's been on the team less than two days. Yeah. Well, and, and what he did do, he outplayed a quarterback that a lot of people, uh, had, had kind of thrown into MVP considerations during the preseason. Uh, and, and you know what? If we're talking about firing, it's, it's time for the Raiders to have a complete overhaul of the coaching staff. There's, there is no way that that team, is, as talented as it is, uh, should be looking as bad as it looks. Losing to a guy who just got, got off the plane a couple of days ago, probably still dealing with jet lag. Just look at just looking at the playbook this week and you lose to him? There's just no excuse for that. There's absolutely no excuse for that. So uh, if we're talking about firing, it's time for the Raiders to go on and figure some stuff out for next season because uh, – Is it time for them to move on from Derek Carr? Listen, I told y'all at the beginning of the season that Derek Carr is really just religious Jay Cutler. <laughs> he, just, he just throws some of the dumbest picks. And it's even this game, I, I did have the unfortunate pleasure of seeing them. Uh, they were – they were on like the 10-yard line, I think, somewhere along along those lines. And he throws a, just a duck, just for no reason, just throws a duck 
right in the middle of the field, and a linebacker just walks under and picks it off. It's like, why? Yeah, right. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, why Why as a play caller are you not just saying, hey, let's make the Rams who, bear, who have a quarterback, has a quarterback who barely knows the playbook, let's make him beat us by having to score some points, turn around and hand this ball off, and if you, even if you don't get the touchdown, you get a field goal, and you don't turn the ball over. Yep. So I just I, I just I just don't understand the thought process because it's not difficult, but they make it hard. Mm-hmm. It could all be so simple, but they'd rather make it hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't have uh, much. To so say. yeah, I'm disappointed in the Raiders. I really am. Yeah, I I don't have much to say about it other than that everything that you just said, Terrence, everything that Nick just said, it makes a lot of damn sense. And I'm thinking that they know better than that. And I'm thinking that Josh McDaniels and the coaching staff of the Raiders, I think they know how to put together a game plan or at least keep a lead long enough to get away with a win going against a quarterback that you said just got out the plane and just learned the playbook or hasn't learned the playbook, still reading the playbook. He's got a big chart on his wrist and everything. And, you know, it's a lot to take in. And you still lose to him. This is one of those games where I think it's just – as Jay-Z said, best. It's only entertainment. <laughs> and I think that's all this is, man. Baker Mayfield, hey, he's playing. Watch out, guys. And he'll probably he'll probably not win another game this season, I'm sure. Uh he had one heroic game, I think, for the Panthers, and now he's not a now he's a Ram. So what does that tell you? Uh, I'm not surprised at all one bit. Uh we were we were we were tripping out about this before we started recording, guys. So it's just so funny. And, but I was wrong, though. I, usually they don't let the team come back and win. This must be one of the cases where everybody really did turn it or nobody was watching it enough. I, I don't blame them for not. And then they said, yep, well, I bet you, I bet your ass will st- st- stay tuned next Thursday all the way through then uh, because look what he just did. And speaking of next yeah. Thursday, Seattle Seahawks, San Francisco 49ers, that one will be much more entertaining than it was on Thursday night. Not that it was bad, but it just it wasn't good either. Um, all right, so we're not going to waste any much, much more time on that. So the Rams won. What the hell? They're 4-9. I guess the biggest question is, can Sean McVay turn Baker Mayfield's career around? Can he save him? Is is Sean McVay, could he be Captain Kirk? Uh, guys, before we move on, do you think he can save his career? Or just just no, the one night flu. It's gonna go straight downhill from here. Mm. No, they played the they, they played the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, that was quick. That's exactly what happens. That was quick, and I and I agree. At, at this point, we can we can put together uh, eight more guys and possibly go out and beat the Raiders. Yep. Pretty much. Well, I think that you know what they might actually they might they might win a couple more games. They might they gonna it's gonna be just interesting enough for them to consider taking a chance on them next year because they got the Packers the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Seahawks to finish the season. Well, this is sad because the Raiders were on a roll, and it looked like they could have actually made a run here. I had them at 9-8, and 10-7. They actually had a chance to get that, but they just blew it there, uh, losing that game. They are now 5-8, and eight, and that pretty much probably eliminates them now for good in the AFC. They probably would still have a chance in the NFC. They would, but not in the AFC, I don't believe. All right, uh, Nick. Uh, I'm going to let you keep it rolling, man. Um, we got the Thursday night game out the way now, the Sunday games. The good ones? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A couple of good ones to look at here. Uh, we can start light. Let's get a little excitement going. The second game and the return of Deshaun Watson after his uh, 
interesting season and a half off in football. Uh, Browns are visiting the Bengals. Uh, it's a noon game. Cincinnati is a five-and-a-half-point favorite at the crib. Uh, I think this is Jamar Chase's second game back from injury also. So how y'all feel about that? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know how long this, this whole rust thing is supposed to last. Uh, but I, I do think that I've just been convinced that if Baker Mayfield can pull that win out <laughs> after <laughs> not seeing the playbook at all two days ago, uh, getting, uh, and getting off a plane and, and just going straight to the field, essentially, I, I do believe that, uh, Deshaun Watson and the Bengals, <laughs> I mean, Deshaun Watson and the Browns, can pull off an upset against the Bengals. But no, seriously, uh, division game, and I think the Browns might rely on their run game a whole lot more uh, and maybe squeak out a field goal victory against the Bengals. I do think it'll be a very close and competitive game, though. You almost had me convinced, I'm going to be honest. I, I, you, I, you almost made me say... Did I almost get you? You almost did. That's your girl's a bad man. He is that, a bad man. What's, what's, what's the spread again? It's five and a half. Oh, I would definitely take that though. I would take that in favor of the Browns. You, you take you take the plus on the Browns. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I might not fault you for that, but it, it I feel like Joe Burrow. I, I do agree that it'd be a close game. I'm going Bengals, man. I, I I think that I think it's time for them to go on their run and uh, try to get themselves in position and be you know kind of get ready for the postseason. All right, uh, but they're getting healthy at the right time. You know, it's, it's big to get Jamar Chase back now for the. Uh, for the end of the season. And listen, they just they just beat the uh, MVP front runner last week, so they could definitely already be on their road. Yep. And that's why I am taking the Cleveland Browns. As there you much go. as I as much as I like the Cincinnati Bengals, you all just told me they're not winning this week. After beating the after beating the um probably the MVP. Jeez. More than likely he's gonna be the MVP Patrick Mahomes and the what, Chiefs. What, what did I what did I call the award? What, what did you call it? The, um, the, the Mahomes Valuable Player the Award. Ma- oh, wow, yeah, the Mahomes Valuable Player. And, again, I, I'm sure Jalen Hurts probably, you know, has something to say about that. But, yeah, and Joe Burrow just beat him. So, it, it, it would make you think, oh, they're going to beat the Browns. Did you see how rusty Deshaun Watson looked in Houston last week? And that's just, that's just more there's just more reason why I'm taking the Browns. I love Joe Burrow. You guys know that. I think everybody that listens to the Great Debate Show know. I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. I said that he was going to be a good quarterback, and he's going to have a great career. I don't know how many Super Bowls he's going to win. I don't know if he's going to win any. But according to the things that I researched in Jamatria, he's going to have a Joe Montana-type career. At some point, he's going to win some chips. Uh, I thought it was going to start last year, to be honest with you. It looked like like <laughs> I, I was really going to look like a king if I had gotten that one right. But nah, they didn't win it. But that's neither here nor there. I just think the Browns will win it just because I think the Cleveland Browns, they're not going to make the playoffs. But I think they're going to win a few games here to at least make it interesting for you to think that, hey, hey, could they actually go 10-7 and seven here? And 10-7 and seven could get them in. But I think they're going to probably be 8-9. and nine. Nine and eight. I had them at ten and seven, nine and eight. I think they're going to get somewhere close to that. This is a game that I think they grab because no one thinks they will. Give me Cleveland. Um, I love Joe Burrow again and Jamar Chase. They can afford to lose this one though. Cleveland needed more. Taking the Browns. All right. So that means I'll be the one laughing on Tuesday's episode. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, probably so. That you know me. 
Let's move on. Another noon game, uh, and we will stay in the AFC North. So we'll throw this one to Terrence first. The eight and four Ravens visit the five and seven Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh is a two point favorite. Ravens are missing Lamar Jackson. Uh, King Pickett trying to get on a roll here. What y'all think? How are you, how you feeling, Dan? Which, which man's going down? Well, first and foremost, uh, I think that Kenny Pickett is about to have the game of his life. Uh, <laughs> because the, <laughs> that secondary, you guys know how I feel about it. It hasn't changed. It has not changed. And especially in the fourth quarter, it's, it's the worst. It's, let me take this a step further. It's not only the worst, the, the worst unit in football right now. In the fourth quarter, that Ravens secondary might be one of the worst units of all time. It's dead bad. Um, and I wish I was exaggerating, but I'm really not. It is essentially like having a terrible closer in baseball and knowing that when he comes out, you're going to give up. If you're up six runs, you are guaranteed to give up five. And this team is just not equipped to counter that because they can't put up enough points. But anyway, as far as this game, uh, I am looking to – I like Kenny Pickett, and I think that he might really have a big game. The problem is that um, T.J. Watt is back, and Pittsburgh is a totally different team when T.J. Watt is on the field. Not having Lamar is about to be just the worst – uh, I do think that they can still win the game, and they probably still win a still will win a close game. Um, the problem is that the margin of error goes down drastically when Lamar is not in the game, and they have to be per- essentially perfect on offense. And by perfect, they can't turn the ball over, and they've got and they probably gonna have to get at least a couple touchdowns. And I'm just not sure they're capable of doing it. If, if I'm betting money, I'm betting on Pittsburgh's game. As a matter of fact, yep. Same here. I'm taking the Steelers. Uh, I will say this, though. If Huntley pulls this off, or if he has a good game, win or lose, against the Steeler defense, Lamar Jackson won't be a Raven next year probably. And I say that just because it'll be enough untapped potential or whatever you want to call it that they see in Huntley. It's something they see in him already, damn it. They hadn't. They didn't, they didn't pay Lamar. They hadn't done it yet. And I don't know how that's working out for Lamar right now. He's not playing Sunday. Now, the best thing that happens for him is that he misses a few games here and they lose them all. That shows how valuable he is yet again. I thought that was enough for him to get paid last offseason, but it didn't. And he played and yeah. he's gotten himself hurt again. Uh, but I'm yeah. not. I'm, well, I think something, something that, they, that they might be watching closely would be the Bengals. Uh, if, the, if they can some kind of way pull off a win, and the Bengals can, you know, and the Browns can somehow pull off a win. It gives them a little bit of a cushion to say, hey, Lamar, let's go on and sit these next two games out and get completely healed up. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Bengals and Browns game has a lot of implications on how long Lamar might actually be out. Uh, but now it, it could also be a situation where if Hunter comes out and, and plays well, Lamar might want to rush back out there because he's got to protect his investment. And his investment is himself. I wonder how much. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I was kind of surprised you picked the Steelers, Tans. Yeah, because uh, I, I thought I thought Huntley was your guy. Was it? I mean, I like Huntley. Yeah, well, I like Huntley. Huntley's a good player. 
Well, I, I'm the one that said he looked pretty good in the pocket throwing deep. That was, that, that, was, that was you. Okay. That was yeah, Jarvis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that was me. And I, I said that Lamar Jackson should probably, you know, get traded to the Cowboys. Yeah. That was me. I said that maybe, hey, maybe he should go. Or maybe if, they, if he doesn't get re signed as a free agent, they can sign him. But this is just me saying, hey, what the Ravens can get for Lamar Jackson if they traded him. Whoa. They would, they would fill every hole except for quarterback, but I think that he's good enough to probably get the job done. I know that sounds Just crazy saying that. it, but – Don't tweet that. He might tell you to eat a dick. Ah, you right, right. I know, Lamar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he may see that and say that. You're probably right. But, yeah, that's just my two cents. Uh, I have a scenario. I have another scenario on where I would trade whoever the new general manager is for the Titans. I think they should trade Derrick Henry. Why not? They're not doing anything with him. They're, they're, they're wasting his prime years. And, like, I mean, they're a playoff team. But John Robinson is fired because that he done nothing. He done nothing. Like, okay, yeah, they're still a playoff team even without A.J. Brown. Don't you want to do anything to make them better, to, you know, to, to increase their chances in the postseason? He done nothing. That's why he's no longer employed under, under the Tennessee Titans. Under but, absolutely no circumstances should they trade a healthy Derrick Henry. Why not? I mean, trade him now. That, look, this is my thing. The offensive line sucks. It doesn't look good. He's getting he's getting hit before he even gets the ball in his hand. Really, the D, the D line is already in the backfield. They have nobody. They need more offensive linemen. They have nobody to throw the ball. They have nobody to throw the football to. Nobody gets open. So the eight nine men are going to stay in the box, or they're going to hang around that's there why, every now and then. That's why they fire the GM. So they go get a GM who knows. Hey, if you have a top flight receiver, don't trade him because he wants twenty five million dollars a year. Pay him yeah. twenty five million dollars a year. Right, but how long will but it? You, know, you, you also don't trade the best player on your team. But how? His prime while but, but how long will it be before they can get the team where they want it? If it's a dumpster fire, if they have to get rid of I some mean, of the not players, hard to find pro- it's not. It's not really. It's, it's not. Tell that to comparatively the, speaking, it's not hard to find offensive linemen. Okay, tell that to the Cincinnati Bengals. Their offensive line still isn't that good, and they spent the boatload well, of money on it. Chiefs. Theirs is. Theirs got a lot better real fast. Okay, okay. Their, theirs is better, but the can't, Cincinnati's after, didn't after, get after better. After the Bucs beat them in that Super Bowl, they fixed that problem quick. Cincinnati's didn't get better. Ours didn't get better. Uh, so I'm Cincinnati's just, I'm got just somewhat better. I think Joe Why Burrow. Cincinnati's I, got a little bit better. I think Joe Burrow's just getting rid of the ball quicker. He's just playing better. He just he just he's healthy now. He's got no he, he had the appendix surgery and all of that. It took him a while to yeah. get into form. Now he's ready to go. He's locked and he's loaded. And we know nine sacks can't even hold that dude down. You know, from a, he won a playoff game after getting sacked nine times. That offensive line still isn't that good. So all all I'm saying is this. I'm not saying, hey, damn, man, you traded AJ Brown. You're gonna trade Derrick Henry too. I'm saying, why not? You just traded away him. You're not getting that many wins with Derrick Henry when they play good teams. Everybody is prepared for him because A.J. Brown is no longer there and they trust nobody to make a play outside at receiver. So I'm just saying, hey, get what you can get for him now. You're not going to be able to get it when he's already starting to slow down. You do it before, not after. You do it a year too soon, two years too soon, not a year or two too late. So I'm not saying they're going to do it, and I'm sure they won't. I'm just saying, what if it takes two or three years before they get the Titans back to where they want the Titans, the new general manager? Man, Derrick Henry's not going to be the same Derrick Henry two or three years from now, especially his style of play. I don't care how much he works out. So I'm just saying, the Titans need to go all out and put a good team around him now in a reload, or they need to just rebuild and get a lot of draft picks for him. You can get it. You can get it now. 
And keep in mind, I'm the same guy that said they would reload instead of rebuild. If they can do it, go for it. Pete Carroll did if a they, damn they, good job. They need a GM that can come in, make a splash, get you know, find a way to get Aaron Rodgers and get rid of Ryan Tannehill, and then you know maybe go trade for a receiver, go sign Odell Beckham or whatever, and say, and then you know draft some offensive linemen, trade for some, do what you got to do, get some offensive linemen. Your yeah. defense is already good. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. They, they did. They did try that last year with Julio. Tennessee, right? Then they did, and, and Julio was just—it was too far gone. And in truth, Tennessee is in a position where they could do like like the Rams. They can go get go get a veteran quarterback. Now I don't know who the, quarter, who the quarterback is that's going to be available and that would fit the bill. You know, if it's not Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, in the way that the Rams did when they went and got Matt Stafford, is we'll find a veteran quarterback that can play. That's good enough. I mean, he, he's not necessarily the best quarterback in the league, but he can he can look good when you need him to look good if you put something around. Obviously, Derrick Henry in the backfield, he's still the focal point. And then, you you know, you go get a receiver. And, uh, you know, I can't I, like I, said, I can't think of any names that will be available via either receiver or quarterback um, this coming offseason. What about Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah. I, I, not enough. Well, okay. let's okay. take a look. Let me, no, not enough because you, you don't have weapons. Okay. Yeah, we definitely get the weapons. Gift the weapons, yep. But anyway, I don't want to stay you, too you much. Ain't got the weapons. Yeah, you ain't got the weapons for Jimmy to work there. Right. But not too not not to stay too much longer on the Titans. But hey, give me the give me the uh, damn. Who are they playing again? The Ravens. They're playing. Who the Ravens are playing again? The Steelers. The Ravens right? are playing the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, the Steelers taking the Steelers. And then we said the Bengals. Oh, I already picked that too. Okay, so yeah, I guess I'm done. I was talking about Huntley though, and Huntley. I just think that he will lose. But if he looks good against the Steelers defense, watch out. I think that there could be some. I'm not sure if Lamar Jackson's gonna be a Raven next year. I know they can play the tag game, but. I'm not sure if he's going to be a Raven. Maybe he's going to sit out the rest of the year. Maybe he's going to say, you know what? I don't like the way this went down anyway, and I got hurt trying to prove myself to y'all. Man, screw this. I'm done. He could shut it down for this season as well, and they will go 0-4 for these last four or five games, I mean, that they're going to play probably. and and But that's good enough to get that deal somewhere else. I don't know how this is going to play, pan out, but I don't think they're going to beat the Steelers on this one. And I think that would what would that what would your record be, Terrence, if you lose Sunday? Eight five. I think it's going to be a lot of eight and five teams this Sunday. Yep, a lot of eight and five teams. All right, Nick, I didn't mean to be too long on that. It's all good. We 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 went out a rabbit hole a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you get a break, and I'll, I'll go ahead and go to my team, uh, to the NFC East, and to the best team in the league, the Philadelphia Eagles. Visit the New York Giants. They are a touchdown favorite. Uh, another, that's another noon game. We all be playing at the same time. Uh, no, I'm sorry. 49ers play at 325. But uh, Eagles and Giants at noon, um, I'm going to make it very easy. Eagles <laughs> are the better team. We go 12-1. I, I don't even care how it happens. We'll run the ball some. We'll throw it some. They won't score many points. We'll roll on. Yeah. Water, water is wet. I mean, I won't hold. I, yeah, I won't. I won't stay long this long either. This is a. This is a. This is a. This is a game. This is a game that I think the Eagles win too easily. Uh, but again, this I, I, they never surprise me. There's always an upset somewhere. I don't know if this is going to be the one or not. It could be. The Giants are not it bad, ain't. but they they got to get a win. But man, uh, it's going to be an upset somewhere. I'm just waiting to hear it. That one right there. I almost wanted to pull the trigger on it, but I'll take Philly. Yeah, I'm concerned because the Giants have not looked as good. Uh, um, 
you know, like here lately. They started out very, very hot, and they just haven't looked good the past few weeks. So I'm a little concerned uh, because I kind of had high hopes for the Giants. They've been playing better teams. And, uh, they're playing better teams, and now look at you. Uh, as 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 one great man said, you had a spark when you started. Now you just garbage. Mm, come on now. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, I'm concerned about the Giants. I don't I don't think they have a stone's chance in hell uh, to beat the Eagles, especially with the way they've been playing lately. So I'm not really concerned about the game as much. I'm just concerned about the Giants going out and getting in a good rhythm on offense and defense. Okay, Nick. Uh- Oh, I made my pick already. The Eagles gonna win. Water's wet. Yeah, we're done. Yep, that's good. <laughs> he said water's wet. <laughs> oh, right. That's right. Yeah, you. That's right. Yeah, you. Uh, you made yours already. My bad. I, I missed yours. Yeah, uh, yeah. You did pick the Eagles. Yep. Okay, right. we're all, we're all on the Eagles. I, I I can't dare pick the Giants with the way they've been playing. I'm just concerned. Yeah, I, I was curious to know if Jarvis was gonna be the gonna be the one this time, but he he, nah. he got with the program. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, man. I really thought that it, it had nothing to do with X's and O's. It was just I went with the – I gave you my theory. Justin Jefferson beating Stephon Diggs, you know, in Buffalo earlier this year. So, I'm like, okay, well, maybe, maybe Burks is going to do the same thing. But, nah, that did not – only did it not happen, it got John Robinson ass fired. So. Got that man fired. But, and I'm, but I'm glad. That's exactly what should have happened. I wonder why we didn't do that. We didn't fire our general manager after T.O. came back in a candlestick and shitted on us. As an eagle, we should have done the same damn thing because he should have never been an eagle, <laughs> you know. But then again, no, I well, know he why. should have been a raven. But you know, that's why. It's, it's funny how we're all intertwined with this. That with that this, with that, that is crazy, isn't it? He definitely should have been yeah. a raven, though. T. That's right. We traded him to Baltimore, and you know, I, I don't even remember how that stuff happened. Uh, what went wrong with the paperwork? But then he became an eagle. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but from me to supposedly UT, then to Nick and Nick, he really well, he didn't get a, ch- a chip out of it, but. He had some good times. Was damn close. Damn, very damn close. And I was pulling for y'all, man. I was pulling for y'all. I was a big Patriot hater back then, man. I, I thought I thought he was going to get a touchdown on that last drive, and and I, I feel like he would have deserved the MVP instead of me now. Right. Yeah. Right. I, exactly. I he like deserved the MVP in defeat. I, I could argue that. Yep. Because he was he was easily the best player on the field. Oh, with with no question. He was yeah. easily the best player on the field no on one leg. On one leg, yeah, no question. Yeah, it was that. That was that was the most outrageous. Like, I mean, I, you know, I'm a, I love Michael Jordan. Flu game was awesome, but I just seen this man play a whole football game on one leg and dominate. Yeah, straight yeah. straight take over. Like, if he won a game, bro, it, you couldn't say you couldn't. Well, make okay, well, that's that's, that's that's a question for you guys. Are there is that the the are there any more single game like heroic games that you guys will put over that? Not not for a whole series, you know, because I know basketball and baseball has full series, but just one game. Is, is there any more? Is there any other game that you guys would take an athlete? Didn't, didn't Thomas, over even, though I, even though I'm not a fan of Isaiah Thomas, didn't he like play with like a broken foot or ankle or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think he had like twenty one yeah. points in a quarter or something what like a, that. What about yeah. Will, what about Willis Reed? Didn't he do something like that as well for the Knicks? Um, yeah, I mean, I would even I would even throw um, uh, Kurt Schilling's. Um, and I don't know if you guys were watching baseball at this point in time, and <laughs> but in '04 he came out with you know the, the bloody sock game is what they call it, where he his ankle was just jacked up. Mm. 
uh, and you can see the. I mean, of course, it's symbolic. The Red Sox, and his, his sock is turning red. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a crazy performance. Um, okay, okay. That, That's a good one. that one always sticks out to me. I got one a little off the beaten path. How about, how about Tiger Woods ACL Masters? Man, get out of here. Hell no. What? You don't get no credit for golfing on a bad leg, man. Stop. Come on, man. No. Hey, you definitely have to have legs. You got to have legs to golf. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. That's not going down as my. You got to have legs to golf, Jarvis. You got to have legs to golf. Apparently, he has to have legs and back and everything else for his ass can golf. Yes, absolutely. You do. You got to have all of that, man. <laughs> I know, but I mean, come on, man. Like, seriously? Like, we're going to put that over the flu game or. Huh? Have you ever golfed before? I uh, no, I have not. It's very right. difficult. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's extremely, it's extremely difficult. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it more difficult than playing football, basketball, or any of those other sports on a it, bad it, league? It takes it takes more coordination. Okay. It's a, it's a different. I wouldn't say that. It's it's a different type of difficult. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Miss me it, with it. And, and, and as a sport overall, you know, it's not, it's, it's, now of course it's not as physically demanding as football or, or basketball. But in, in terms of the talk about an ACL, well, on a damn near torn ACL, oh, that's that's outrageous, bro. I think it was the I think it was the U.S. Open, but I do remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you really that was, yeah, like that, you was a, that was the last major he did he uh, that he won. Right. But I, I will say that um, the only pushback that I would have would be that was that would be the course of over a weekend. Thursday through Sunday as opposed to one game, but he did go out there and win that thing with a broke with a torn ACL. It's almost like Kurt Angle, you know. I won with a broken freaking neck, you know. He, he <laughs> his ACL was torn the whole time. That's actually more yeah. heroic. What Kurt Angle did, yeah, yeah. And that was real life. And I, we don't even know. If, well, I don't even know if Tiger Woods really tore his ACL. For all we know, that's just something that they probably just wanted us to think that. Hey, man, Tiger's he's he's great. Look, I know it's not politically correct to, to not be a Tiger Woods fan, but I ain't a Tiger Woods fan. Shit, I ain't a golf fan. I don't, I don't, I don't dislike him. I don't like him. I'm just like, eh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm not so. a big golf guy either. I've had some other friends that have gotten me into it a little bit. Um, yeah, nah. but I, for whatever I remember watching, I was watching that at my aunt's house. Right? We was just, I don't know why we just happened to have it on, and it's like it's actually like a funny little family joke because the one of those that was there. We always like, I can't believe we're doing all like we was legit like locked in like cheering about this golf match, and I, and I was like, why are we doing it? We never watched golf, but it was it was just one of those, uh, and it was like you know he had the perfect put at the end where the ball rolled up and like right before it fell in, you saw the Nike sign and just poof. and so I, I think they're making a commercial out of it, mm-hmm. um, but it was it was it was crazy. Right. Uh, I think Matt Stafford had a, had a, a game winning drive. That he did with the with like a this like he threw his shoulder out on the drive or something. Yes, yes. Yep. He stayed in the he game did. and yep. still threw the ball. Yep, he did. He did. That's pretty good. Yeah, some, some crazy, some crazy stuff out there. Yeah, no um, doubt. No doubt. No doubt. But yeah, I would, I would definitely uh, just want to throw the uh, Kurt Schilling uh, sock game out there. That's what's up. Speaking of Red Sox, though, real quick, Nick, before you get back into the Week 14 games. Uh, some baseball news. It was breaking news on yesterday. Uh, Aaron Judge, oh my God, nine years, three hundred and sixty million dollar deal. Man. Uh, why did I say that and think about Chappelle's show when when 
when he was in the barbershop in, in, the, in the chair. Yes. And, yeah. they, and, and then the haircut went up. And AJ, yeah, AJ said how much money he had just got on, on the 106 and parking. All right, man, how much? $3,500. Man, the sign says 15 <laughs> And there's the strap. <laughs> and they pulled the strap out. <laughs> Let me get my well, check. That's, Let me that's get my the new book. price. That's the new price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday's <laughs> price is not today's price. <laughs> that's what I thought of when I said that. But damn, Aaron Judge got paid, boy. San Francisco Giants. Uh, my fake baseball team, uh, they, they they almost landed Aaron Judge. And that would have been bad because somebody reported that they did land him. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. There was a report that came out that said the San Francisco Giants had, had landed him, and then all of a sudden the guy took the tweet down. Oh, wow. I know they were sick. The fans that saw that. I follow quite a few yeah, San so Francisco fans on Twitter. Yeah, so Giants fan yesterday. Ooh, man. And they needed him, too, because, like, they've been so mediocre the past few years. But the Giants, at one point, had won three World Series in five years back around, yeah. what was that, 2012, 13 or something like that, 14, when they, you know, they were doing their thing. Uh, but anyway, that's how I knew the 49ers weren't going to win shit at that time. Yeah, I'm sorry. But anyway, it's not a hit nor there. Uh, yeah, okay. I just wanted to talk about Aaron Judge, though. That's a big, big contract. And he, hey, man, that's somebody that bet on himself and it worked. Um, I guess you can do it easier in baseball, you know, but knocking 62 home runs out out the park, that helps. So congrats to Aaron Judge. And he's still a Yankee. All right, that's the situation where betting on yourself definitely did pay off. It did. Because last when year, keeping it real goes right. Right. Last year they offered him seven years to 13 and a half or something like that. And he rejected that. Yeah. Quick. He told him to go fly a kite. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was that was amazing to see him actually bet on himself, come back. I'm going to hit 62 home runs and and you're going to have to pay me more or I'm gone. And that's a hundred and fifty million dollar win. Man. Not bad. Not bad at all. all. Man, for real. It's 150 on top of what they already offered. That's as, as Max Kelvin called it, I think I heard him call it. He said, that's, that's a stupid tax. Yeah, right. Because if they'd offered him probably 280 last year, he probably would have taken it. Mm-hmm. How many more? Uh, how, many more week, low how many more? Yeah, we got on tax. week 14, uh, Nick, the week 14 game. How many more? Uh, uh, we, we, didn't, we didn't talk. Did we talk about your, uh, your bus from 49ers yet? Uh, no, not yet. We didn't talk about okay, yeah. Six and six bucks going to the eight and four 49ers, three twenty five game on Fox. 49ers are a three and a half point favorite. Uh you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy leading the 49ers out there. Jarvis, talk to us. Uh well, uh, I've talked about Brock Purdy and I've told you all how I feel about him. I think that he's a young, uh, sharp guy. I think he has a quick release. It may be quicker than Jimmy's. He may be accurate, more accurate than Jimmy. I was very impressed. I'm not gonna say very impressed, but I was I was impressed with how well his timing was and the chemistry with the receivers. And he didn't get any snaps with these guys uh, through practice. He he didn't get any 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 drills to run with them. Now he's gotten to practice with them this week. So, man, I actually like our chances against a inconsistent Buccaneer defense. They're up and down. Uh, they still have a good damn defense. They're just sometimes it's like they come to play and sometimes they don't. I don't know. I'm I'm more confident in getting the win now that Brady won on Monday Night Football. But if he hadn't won that game against the Saints, we probably were going to get our asses kicked. But he won. He's not that pissed off. Um, 
I'm beginning to like Tom Brady too more and more now. He just seems like this funny guy, this funny goofy guy. You know, like when they came I back, to like Tom more ever since he got to uh, got to Tampa Bay. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, me too. He said something after they came back and beat somebody a few weeks ago when he was like, you know, hey, that was freaking awesome. And you know, and then Sunday, Monday night after they beat the Saints, he's like, "Yep, just the way we drew it up." <laughs> I mean, he's just—he's going through a lot, man. And for him to still be able to, you know, play with the media a little bit like that and have fun, it's good to see. I still won't be surprised, ladies and gentlemen, if Tom Brady is the 49ers quarterback for 2023. Um, and that's some and more of the reason why Shanahan may give him this damn win. He's just buttering him up. He's kissing his butt and everything right now. If you listen to some of the comments he's made already during the week. But I like Purdy, damn it. And as much as I want to pick the Buccaneers because I think the Buccaneers will and should win, I think that the Niners still can get the job done with Brock Purdy. I think he's watching the film. I think he's got a lot of moxie to him. Man, I just think that we're okay. Am I saying we're going to Philly in the NFC Championship beating the Eagles? I'm not saying that. No, I don't think we will beat them. That's probably where it would end. But I definitely think that we could go host host the Giants or the Commanders and beat them in a wild card. And if Jimmy comes back on the division or the championship game, we can get to the Super Bowl. We don't need Brock to do much. And I said that and forgot to mention Jimmy Garoppolo could come back in seven weeks, seven, eight weeks, they say. It's, it's not completely broken. Now, again, Shanahan said on yesterday that that's a way outside chance of him coming back. So, basically, he's saying get your mind off of it. We're rolling with Purdy, and that's dead on that. If Jimmy can come back, he'll come back. I'm going to take the Niners, man, just because, just because I think Brady needs to see what it would be like to play in his hometown. I've always thought that he would finish his career – playing for the team that he grew up watching. It's going to be Brady or Rodgers. I think it's going to be Brady, though. But I think he loses this game, and he'll say, hey. Or or, or he'll beat the snot out of us, and he'll say, hey, you need me. Uh, You you want me to come this time? Because we turned him down in 2020. We should have gotten him then. You see, Garoppolo's not playing right now. You see how that works? This is the reason why I was saying what I was saying. The Niner fans was on my ass. Like, are you serious? Jimmy just took us to a freaking Super Bowl. I don't give a damn. Brady can win us the Super Bowl. Well, well drivers, let me ask you this. What is, excuse me, since Brady's been with the books, has he played the 49ers in No. And every time, every time Brady's about to play Garoppolo, something bad happens. They never get to play each other. Last year, okay. right before we could have played in the NFC Championship game, the Rams beat the Buccaneers. And then you go back a year before that, Jimmy Garoppolo was out for 2020, so he didn't play on the end either. Uh, mm-hmm. They went on to the Super Bowl. And then 2019, well, we went to the Super Bowl, but Brady was still in the AFC. So every time they're about to play, they never do. Interesting. Okay, all right. Well, listen, I, I'm i going to pick the books, but not for reasons that you think. Okay. I feel like if Todd Bowles is the defensive coach that he's supposed to be, he cannot let a rookie come in and beat him. Yeah, that's more reason why I think that's gonna, that's how it's going to happen. Ty Bowles has been so I, I, and I don't and I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. Now I do think that Brady might end up having a good day because I think that the four nine style of defense uh, kind of plays into what Brady likes to do. However, uh, on the other side of the ball, Ty Bowles has to be able to win something against Brock Purdy. 
and I'm disappointed in every single one of us because nobody has made another professor joke yet about Purdy, and it's upsetting. We, we got to be better than this. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> At the same time, he better be that little piece of chicken that Sherman Club reached through the window to get, and it's time for Todd Bowles' defense to eat. There's our joke. <laughs> Good job, Ted. Thank you. Jarvis, Jarvis, I got I got a quick well first of all, Jarvis seems very, very determined to get a future Hall of Fame quarterback in San Francisco one way or another this year. He's already trying Yellow to Howard. now he's trying to recruit Tom Brady. I find that very funny. But the other thing I was gonna say, um, how how badly would Brock Purdy have to play for Jimmy Garoppolo to actually make it back onto the field if, if the 49ers made the playoffs and Jimmy Garoppolo was able to come back. Well, I'll say this. If he plays too damn bad, we won't be in the playoffs. That can still happen, Right. Too. That's kind of like, 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 like there's a needle thread there for sure hey, right. to make that be a possibility. But, I mean, what, what would you do if Jimmy Garoppolo is Jimmy healthy for the, the divisional round? Well, here's my biggest problem right here, and this is what I want to ask other 49er fans. I would like to know what they think about this. When we put the link up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, please comment. Let us know what you think. Um, the 49ers are saying, Kyle Shanahan is saying that it's an outside chance of Garoppolo coming back, but he's not ruling it out. But, yeah, the fact that he's even considering letting him come back and play in seven weeks if he can or if Purdy is not playing Purdy good football, then they'll bring Jimmy back. My whole problem is – how in the hell can this dude just damn near break his foot and not need surgery, but you still think that he's okay to come back on a bad foot in seven weeks? Because, look, he won't be 100% cleared until probably a good 10 weeks, eight, 10 weeks, because it's a seven to eight-week injury. He'll be coming back like one false move, and he could, he could, he could damage it again. So all I'm saying is – how is it? How how can Garoppolo be coming back? But Trey Lance has had surgery. He's gotten out the boot. He's walking, and some say he's running again already. How in the hell are you not saying that he could come back for the postseason? It tells me that everything Nick said earlier in the season and off season, he was right, and I was wrong. But I thought that when you put up all of those mortgage, when you put up the mortgage, all of those draft picks that we gave up, all of the draft capital to get Trey Lance, we have to play him, we believe in him, we trust him, he's the man. They don't think that, they don't see something because they're thinking that he needs a full season, evidently because they don't trust him to come back and just take over with all this talent that they have in January. And I find that very, very strange, and that's more and more reason why I'm, I, I think a Hall of Famer is going to be in the Bay Area next season. But yeah, I, I don't look, find that strange. He, he's young. I, I wouldn't have expected him to, to like. It's too early in his career for him to be trying to do that. Try to look. I mean, because like, like the, the one that comes to mind is like Robert Griffin. I mean, right? the window, you know the, the window is almost closing. We're trying to win a Super Bowl, and he can play if he's available to play. It makes no sense to ride with a third string quarterback if you've got this guy who's ready. I, something just very funny about that with me. It's very odd and strange. Okay, uh, now I know. He may maybe he doesn't want the guy to come out and get hurt again, and it's like, oh man, this is RG three all over again. I get that, but I'm just saying, who's to say we're gonna be good enough to get back to the Super Bowl next year or the year after that? These windows close quick. This was the year we thought we had what it takes. Let's get it done. We made the move for McCaffrey. We can't pay McCaffrey next year. I don't give a damn what Shanahan and Lynch says. Where where are you gonna get it from when Bosa is about to get paid? I just don't see it. 
So I don't see how we're keeping CMC. I think this was a one-year rental, and this was the year we had to go for it. So my thing is, man, look, Jimmy, can you play? You can't. All right, uh, Trey, what the doctor saying, man? We need you back out here. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going for every option that I possibly can have. I'm going for it. I mean, I, I have to use every option I can because, man, I'm trying to get to Arizona in February. That's just my take. Uh, but I'm just, I just find it odd that he's not mentioning him at all. Uh, and he brushes off. I mean, once they, once they put him on season in IR, they can't take him off. So, well, he's never came out and said that we didn't put him on uh, IR where he's not designated to return. I don't think I've ever heard him say that. So, no, they did. They did. They, they, they definitely did. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, uh, look, Jimmy, in order for Jimmy to come play, I think if Jimmy is, here's the problem that I, I think Kyle would like to have. He would like to be able to say, okay, damn, Jimmy, you're ready to go. You can actually play this week. And let's say it's NFC Championship weekend. But Brock Purdy just got them to the playoffs, kept the division. Maybe not the division, but they got the wild card at home and they went on the road and got a divisional round. I'm thinking to myself, okay, Jimmy, I'm glad you're ready to go, but I got to ride with Brock Purdy on this one. You know, like Alex Smith, he came back from the concussion, but he didn't play for the 49ers again. Because Kaepernick was burning it up. He was tearing it up. So it would be a good problem for him to have. But I think if Purdy doesn't play good, then they're probably going to look for Josh Johnson to come on and play, and they're probably going to be looking to sign somebody. I just don't know who the hell that could be. So, um, I, I All that being said, I'm taking the GOAT. I'm taking the Bucks to win. As you I, think Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady post-divorce is on a mission. To, uh, to close this season strong and try to find a way to, to you know, get his team to the Super Bowl. Um, he's very focused, you know, with uh, having been able to get away from his family, which is clearly what is, was his goal. That's why he only stay retired for 40 days in the first place. <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with the Bucks, man. I, I think I think if, I'm, if there's going to be an upset I pick this week, it's probably that one. Well, I don't. Is that is that even considered an upset? Just because we're favored by a few points, or I mean, the Buccaneers yeah, yeah, are still yeah. the Buccaneers. Yeah, y'all three and a half point favorites. Okay. Only yeah. only other upset, only other technical upset I would take, which is weird that it is an upset. I think we mentioned it a little earlier. Is the uh, Vikings and Lions? The Vikings, the, the the Lions are a two point favorite uh, at home against the Vikings. The Vikings are ten and two. Lions are five and seven. So shouldn't it be? Uh, shouldn't it? Wouldn't it be more of an upset if Brock Purdy beat Tom Brady? I guess they're really just going by the overall team. But, I mean, look, the Buccaneers' defense is still good, so I don't blame you all for picking the Bucs. I want to pick the Bucs. Yeah. But I just got this feeling that Purdy's going to do it. And evidently Vegas thought, does I too. I thought Terrence picked the 49ers. No, he picked Tom Oh, uh, no, I picked the Bucs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so oh, you said the Jets and the – I mean, the Vikings and the uh, Lions, right, Nick? Oh, we ain't got to talk that one. I was just saying – I was just saying that, that, was, that was the only other oh, thing that I was saying. Okay. Say. okay, good. But, look, that is going to be an offensive juggernaut. So, I mean, it sounds like you should go over if you want to bet on that game, though. Definitely. And and I want to say one more thing, uh, uh, Nick. I know you're not going to talk about this game, and we shouldn't talk about it. But I just want to let everybody know that – um, this is a game between the Cowboys and the Texans this Sunday where I'm pretty sure everybody will put their money on the Cowboys to win this game. A lot of money, too, probably, because this is the one where it's like, man, screw a 3-4 game parlay. I'm just putting $1,000 on Dallas. Well, even though it may be minus 850, if you put $1,000 on them, you're going to be fine. 
well, that's when they're going to take your thousand dollars and everybody else's thousand dollars that, you know, if everybody, <laughs> if everybody put their money on them. So all I'm saying is this, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying that the Texans are going to upset the Dallas Cowboys because looking at the record, if the Texans lose, they'll be one and 11 and one. That's a lot of damn ones. So I'm pretty sure that's how it'll go. However, I think that sometimes they kind of do these things to throw us off. This is the type of game where the Texans could upset the Cowboys because everybody's going to bet on the Cowboys, and here's my grand finale. I'm not telling you to do it, but I will remind you, the Houston Texans have lost seven straight games. There's that seven. All right, Nick, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was going to yeah, nobody's going to waste time betting on the Cowboys unless they're taking the spread because their money line is uh, minus 3000 So, I mean, you have to put down $3,000 to the Oh, market. okay, okay, gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, nobody, nobody's going to waste no. time with their money line. They'll, they'll take now, the points. Now, they'll do the points. It's 16 and a half. Yeah, 17 and a half. Yes, yes. Somebody will take it. Yeah. I yeah. probably wouldn't, but somebody will. Right. Um, right. I mean, what I would do, if I, if I had a small parlay that I was doing, I, I would just flip it. I might would, you know, do it both where I might throw the Texans on one and then run it again with something else. Because um, Texans are plus thirteen hundred, so that'd be, you know, that's that's a nice little, nice little boost to the to the parlay. Um, I didn't know it was minus three thousand though. So yeah, they think the Cowboys is a lot to win the game. It's just a matter about how much. Yeah, well, maybe forget everything I said on that one. But the Texans have lost mm-hmm. seven straight though, and I just wanted to throw that up because. <laughs> I, I've been I've been right more than wrong when it comes to that seven. Mm-hmm. All right, last, last one uh, of of uh, relevance for this week. Uh, actually, probably the best game of the week. We got the eight and four Dolphins visiting the six and six Chargers. Dolphins are a three point favorite on the road. Uh, over under on that one is fifty two and a half. Definitely looking for a shootout. If you're asking me, what y'all think? Hmm. Go ahead, T. Hey, I'm sorry. What, what was those two? Those, those... What are the teams again? Dolphins, Dolphins and Chargers. Dolphins are three point favorite. Dolphins and Chargers. Somebody, two had, in, two a, somebody had somebody had a very important stat that I saw uh, earlier in the week where they were saying the Dolphins complete the highest percentage of passes in the middle of the field. And the Chargers are the worst defense, the worst secondary in the middle of the field. So advantage should be Dolphins on that. Um, man, I'm torn because I feel like even despite injuries, the Chargers have kind of underachieved a little bit. And sometimes I think that when you least expect the teams to underachieve, they just put it together for one game. And I think that this weekend might be that one game where they legitimately put it all together. And I don't think they will route the Dolphins. I do think they might that they might win convincingly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go with the Chargers despite that stat about being in the middle of the field. Um yeah, I still I still see a lot of talent on the Chargers and I'm gonna roll with them. Hell no, I'm going with the Dolphins. I'm going with the Dolphins <laughs> I don't want nothing good to happen to the Chargers no more. Because Austin Eckler didn't score my touchdown and get me paid a not insignificant amount of money. So I'm going with the Dolphins. Dolphins going to cover the spread. Two is going to throw for 400 yards. Oh, my God. Oh, good God. He's he's getting carried away there. Uh, what's the spread? 285 of them will be straight up the middle of the field. What's the spread again? Three. Okay. Three. And where is it at? Is it in, is it in L.A. or Miami? It's, it's in L.A. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm still taking the Dolphins. I'm sorry. I think that if in order for Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, or whoever is going to coach the Chargers, because that dude's getting fired after this year. I mean, he he will. Uh, I think they have to lose some more games and miss the playoffs. And I've been very hard on uh, Justin Herbert as far as postseason. As good as he is and as much as I like him, he's not wheeling his way to wins. They're not getting – I know he hadn't been 100%, but he's been slinging that thing still, and they're just not getting wins. Well, I think about Justin Herbert. He will give you four or three and a half good quarters, but when I see him needing to get them a drive and win in the end, well, I can't say anything about the Kansas City game. I think he did score, but Mahomes got the ball back again. Uh, but for the most part, Joe Burrow finishes the games, and he gets the wins, and he beats Mahomes. Herbert hadn't done that yet. I think Staley goes – and in order for that to happen, the Chargers may lose a few more games here. Even though it is time for them to win, uh, T may be right because it's time for them to win. But I don't know if the Dolphins are going to drop too straight. Uh, the Dolphins, they they had an off game against us. They played us, though. The Niners are good. Number one defense in the league. Uh, I think Tua should bounce back on this one. And uh, I, I can see Tyreek Hill throwing them deuces up uh, at some point in that, in that dome. It'll probably be a lot of Dolphins fans there, too, because it seems like uh, that L.A. stadium, so far, as beautiful and big and huge as it is, they still don't have a lot of Rams and Charger fans in their stadium. It's everybody else on the road coming to fill that stadium up. Did you see how many Raider fans was at SoFi on Thursday night? It was a lot. So it seems like the other, the visiting team really just comes to take over that stadium. There's still not a lot of fans, you know, like ready to see L.A. just on certain occasions, certain teams, but – it's L.A. You know how that goes. You know and That's why they went so long without a team. It's just too much stuff going on. They don't care if they got football or not, I don't believe. Just don't take the Lakers away. That's what I see from the fan base, you know, point of view. But I'm going to take the wrong. They don't, give, they don't give a damn about those teams. I don't think the they Chargers should still be in San Diego. Yep. Uh, and you got to also keep in mind that the Rams, I mean, the Raiders are, you know, there's Oakland is steered at home. They just play in Las Vegas. Let's let's just call it what it is. Yeah. So it's not it's not that far of a drive for them to come up to uh, L.A. Right. All right. So so uh, the or down to L.A. T, T you're the only one with the, you're the T is only the one taking the Chargers, and we me and Nick I'm have the only smart one. You're the only smart one. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else we got, Nick? Is that it? Excuse me, that's it for the football game. Okay. Uh, y'all want to talk a little basketball? What do we talk about? What do you got? Uh, let's see. There's three games on. We're three games on tonight. It's like one more is about to end. Uh, none of them. Well, there's one interesting. The Clippers lost to the Heat, one fifteen to one ten. Uh, let's see what the numbers. The only thing that's interesting is that it's another game where Kawhi Leonard didn't play. Did he not play? No. And he just had a he just had a buzzer beater the other night. And he didn't he play did. and, he, and now he's missing games again already that quick. Managing that load, man. Man, I'm so yep. – and this is the reason why we don't talk about NBA as much. As good as it is, the game can be, I'm so tired of getting ready. I'm, I'm, I'm having my work – I'm you know, I'm working or whatever. I'm doing whatever I'm doing throughout my day. And I, I, I look at some prop bets where I look at the schedule like, oh, okay, this is interesting. We got John Morant versus Zion tonight. Oh, wait a minute. Zion's not playing. Well, Damn. Why did you put it on TV? And I think they do this on purpose just to make you get the NBA league pass. It's like, you, why would you put Did you see the highlights I had the other night? Was it last night? No, I didn't. I missed it. Yeah, I think it was last night. He had a triple night. double. Yeah, Jar- 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 a triple double. Animal, man. Oh, yeah. He, he, went, he, went, he went Jordan-esque on him. 
Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. He went up right. like he was gonna duck it, and then brought our way around and finger rolled him in front of, in front of the rim. Oh, oh, just nasty. Yeah, it was. Yeah, just it was. Nasty. It was bad. If he, if he had jumped it, oh my god. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. At some point, it'll it'll probably happen. He'll he'll get that too. Uh, if he had dunked that one, I would, Jesus. Yeah. But it was a game that I was looking forward to, thinking that uh, Ja was going to play against Zion. It was a good game, nonetheless. Memphis winning in New Orleans, and they, they they end up losing the game, but Zion didn't play. And it's like, come on, man. How you put this game on TV? It's the game one of a doubleheader, and the, and the biggest star we're wanting to see is not there. And then they'll do it again on the next game. I, I don't remember who it was, but I don't think Curry played. I, I think Curry and Wiggins sit out. I'm like, what the hell? Against Utah, and they had the game won, and they gave it away in the last few couple of seconds. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Golden State has been a, and a, it's been very very mind boggling this year. They sent um, yeah, they sent Wiseman said down to the G League, and they just called him back up, and they're just they're just not together right now. I really believe because when I look up and down that team, I I, I still see the same team I saw last year for the most part. You know, you got a few departures here and there, and I think that's the problem. I don't think they have the desire to be champions anymore. Mm. Mm. And why would they not? And why would they not, though, T? I think they have won everything that they've ever thought they could ever win. Hmm. Do you think they don't have the desire to be champions, or do you think that they are bored in the regular season? A little of both. A little of both. And, hey, listen, that, that desire might come back. Yeah, Golden State had two or three years there where they were just, you know, kind of tanking and, and Steph with his wrist injury and Draymond was just there and Clay was out for a couple of years. Clay with his everything. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they had a lot to prove last year. And I think that what they – them having that to prove might be the only thing that got them get them by Boston because when I look at the way this Boston team, which is pretty much the same team outside of Brogdon, I'm trying to figure out how the hell did they beat them? <laughs> and they just they just they just wanted it more. They just wanted it more. And right now, I don't I don't think if they were honest with themselves, I don't think they wanted as much. The mm. only person that might be out there that outside of Steph that really wants it is probably Clay because I think that Clay found himself in a spot where even. Even after coming back and winning a championship, people are still doubting his his yeah. health. Yeah, still doubting his abilities. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't think those guys collectively wanted as bad as they once did. That's interesting, Nick. Oh, certainly, certainly not as bad as they once did. Now, I mean, they got four of them now, so I, you know, I, I, I they got I, four. I, yeah, they've got four. Steph has as many as LeBron has. Right, but I mean, just from a standpoint of uh, wanting it, like I said, I, I think you'll see a team that'll probably start to turn it on. You know, when as we get close to the All Star break, um, they'll they'll middle around. Let me see. I don't, let me see where they are uh, in the West as we speak. I think they're like twelve and twelve and eleven, or or thirteen and eleven, or thirteen and twelve. I don't I don't know. They're not. They're barely over five hundred though. They are thirteen and thirteen, okay. uh, right at five hundred, and they are the ten seed right now. Thirteen and thirteen, okay. Yeah, but but with that, they're only four games back of the one seed. Who is New Orleans? New Orleans is number New one Orleans. in the West. New Orleans is number one seed in the West. Uh, sixteen and eight. They have the what's third best record in the league, uh, behind Boston at twenty-one and five, and Milwaukee at eighteen and six. 
Um, tied for second in the West, the Phoenix Suns and the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Wow. So New Orleans, they're doing everything we said that they could do. That's that's interesting. That's good. Uh, Desmond Bain, speaking of Memphis, uh, Jai doing the best he can to hold it down. But Desmond Bain should have been coming back after two weeks. Now he's going to be out for another uh, three to four weeks. Uh, just, yeah, just, just just saw that uh, yeah the other day. So that's 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 crushing. But Jai's going to do what he does. We know that. But there's going to be some games they're going to lose where, like, they probably could have still been two or one if Bain was there. Well, they're probably going to get trickled down somewhere to maybe four or five. And then they'll just kind of work their way around it. They, they, they miss so many games and sit out so many games, though. I don't know what they be. I, I don't know what, they're, what, they, what, what they do or what their motive is and why they're doing that. I don't get it. But I wish they would stop because I think it's basically just to get you to get the league pass. You know, they put these games on TNT, ESPN, and Giannis or somebody's not playing. And it's like, man, come on, man. Uh, Jalen Brown may play, but no Tatum. Or Tatum may play and no Brown just because it's on national TV. And, you know, like, I see what they're doing. I don't like it one bit, though. Uh, the Lakers don't seem to be that good without AD. He had flu-like symptoms, and they lost to Cleveland in Cleveland. wonder how LeBron's looking at that Cavalier team right now after Donovan Mitchell, old spider. <laughs> Spider just and Levert giving them the business. Le, uh, man, look, Mitchell's not playing. I can remember me. I don't know about you guys. I don't remember exactly what you guys said, but I will say for myself, I think I can say already I was wrong. I said that they could trade Spider all they want. He needs to go somewhere where he's got a KD, Kyrie, or somebody else is there. He can't take over no. He can't take over a team by himself. And I don't, you know, I don't think Gobert can do that either. But Gobert is going where there are some other players there, and he's not the biggest star on the team. Mitchell was going to Cleveland. I'm like, mm. I didn't know. I didn't think much about it when he got there. We talked about it. We said it could be all right. Cleveland looks pretty damn good, you all. And Jared Allen, like, has he always been this good, or is he just evolving? Like, he looks damn good. I know AD left the game. But when I watched this, kid, this guy pick and roll, Perfect alley out at least to at least to the lobs, the dunks, the a lot of good things. And he's hitting the 15, 20 footer as well. I saw Spider is doing a damn good job. Uh, so I want to apologize right now to Donovan Mitchell. If you're listening, Spider, my bad, bro. I see you're 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 doing okay. Now, now, now if you if you slip and and somehow you miss the playoffs or you get in eight seed or something, then I'm gonna take that back. But it looks like right now you're going to be top four in the East as of now. Uh, Nick, I think they are a top three, four team in the East right now. So I just want to say kudos to Cleveland, to the front office, and uh, to Spider because he's showing us that, you know, Utah didn't know what the hell they were doing. I do. And respect. Cleveland is a three seed in the East right now, 16-9. I stand correct. Who saw that? Who expected that? I mean, it was. Yeah, and not, it's not even. Not only the receive, they're also they've also lost only like a one home game. Uh huh. Yeah, they are pretty good at home. home. Yep, pretty good at home. There's a lot of ones again. 11, 11, one. Yeah, see there, they are good, and they're better than what people thought. I'm sure. So, I'm just saying, man. Uh, Mitchell, Lavert, what's his name? Uh, Sexton. I mean, not Sexton. He's gone. He got traded. But Garland, I believe. Garland. Man, these guys, that backcourt's not bad, y'all. And I'm telling you, Jared Allen, 
looking pretty good. Kevin Love still got a little gas in the tank. He maybe maybe not a half, quite a half a tank, but he's got a quarter. He got a quarter of a tank left for gas. And, man, they, they don't look bad, man. So, shout out to them. And I hope LeBron doesn't think about going back to Cleveland and messing that team up because it took a while to put them together again, put together the pieces after he, you know, did what he did and just messed the puzzle up and walked away to L.A. They're doing good. And after the, and, and after losing to Cleveland, I'm sure he's thinking like, man, they done done good for themselves. Mm, get out. We're going to get rid of all of them when me and my son come, come, come back over here in a few years. That's probably what he's thinking. Uh, but, yeah, I just wanted to touch on Cleveland and, uh, you know, how they're doing. And uh, as Terrence was just alluding to earlier, Boston does look like the best team in the league. Um, Boston definitely should have won the finals last year. I'm just not talking about them or impressed because I'm not surprised at what they're doing. They they do this, but do it in June. And I, 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 Tatum really let me down. Nick had me drinking the Kool-Aid after saying that. What was your take, Nick, after the first episode that you said that, hey, they're going to beat. Golden State in five. I'm like, whoa. And then it started to look like that oh, was going to happen. Yeah. yeah, but it started to look like Boston was going to do that. And, you know, just again, just not the performance I expected from Tatum. Um, Brogdon being added, though, to this. I'm telling you guys, man, Boston looks good. They really do. Um, who else? Yeah, they, 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 have, they absolutely clobbered Phoenix last night. They did. Well, they, did they did. They got out of hand real fast. Yeah. But Chris Paul's still out, though, isn't he? No, he was back. He should have got better. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He better he better go back to professional walking because uh, playing against Boston, that boy, <laughs> he ain't got it. Man. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. Phoenix not looking like the same Phoenix. We talked about that window. And uh, hmm. Cam Johnson is still out, I believe, though. He's a big difference, it looks like, it because he hasn't been Yeah. Back. Chris Paul is apparently also. We, now, I think now we see why he's been getting injured every playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he plays too much in the regular season. He needs to actually. Take no, some no, no, y'all, y'all. I think y'all. I don't know if y'all caught that one or not. No, I didn't. Say it again? I didn't. I don't know if I heard you correctly. What did you say to you? Oh, I was saying that I, I, I think it is. It, it seemingly, seemingly makes sense uh, why Chris Paul has been getting hurt pretty much every playoffs. Why does he does he get hurt every does he get hurt every playoffs? Yeah, he definitely does. Just about. Did y'all not hear? Did y'all not see the Kanye tweet before Kanye's Twitter got banned? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. No, I missed it. Where was it? Allegedly, Kanye caught Chris Paul with his then wife, Kim Kardashian. Oh. So that good old Kardashian curse has uh, jumped onto Chris Paul's hamstrings and won't let him finish a, an, an important playoff series. <laughs> oh, wow. Well done, Chance. Well done. She, trans- she transferred the Miles Austin hamstrings over to Chris Paul. Wow. That was during last season, during the postseason? Uh, they didn't say exactly when oh, it was. But... okay. Okay. And Ye came out and tweeted that, or he said that in the interview? Oh, yeah. Or... No, no. He tweeted it. Yeah, man. Okay. He tweeted it. Yeah, yeah, not, I caught, yeah, yeah, he had a picture of Chris Paul. He's like, and I caught this guy with my wife. <laughs> Now, now, I, I mean, now what? Okay, now, like, wh- I'm trying to see, like, what exactly? What did he catch? Like, was he in a were they in a compromising position, or so, was it so, just so? Dem- so it's it supposedly is untrue. The only person who said who said this is Kanye. Like, like there's nobody that's like agreed with them or whatever. It's just Kanye saying it, and Chris Paul's people came out, or TMZ came out and said they spoke to Chris Paul's people and was like. 
No, it's not true. It's just Kanye doing whatever the hell Kanye's doing right now. Hmm. Well, I hadn't heard him tell well, a lot of lies here lately. I'll say that. Kanye is alleging that he caught Chris Paul in bed with his wife. I don't know why somebody was ex- well, now ex-wife. But. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why somebody would say something like that if that didn't happen. But I don't know. We'll see. Is Chris Paul a married man? Isn't he? Yes. Okay. That's 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 the problem. That's why that's why they're telling you Yay is lying. Married in 2011, I think I saw. Yeah. That's why they're telling you Yay is lying <laughs> because they don't want to mess up a happy home. But uh, oh, CP3. So he he really he really is a point guard, huh? He was he was yeah, he was facilitating. <laughs> yeah, let's stop. Let me. Yeah, let me stop, man. But no, I did not. I did not. I did not hear that one, man. That's 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 cool. Kim K trying to get some of that State Farm money, ain't it? Come on, man. Wow. Uh, hey, this has nothing to do with the Great Debate Show, but I, somebody told me this. We were talking about speaking of Kim K, uh, Kardashian. That is she still with Pete Davidson? Is she talking uh, to him? No. Are they? No, damn. What that one? Boy, them them girls. So you mean to tell me it's over already or it never really was a thing? It was just a fling? No, it's, or? it's over already. It's over already. I don't, okay. I don't think it was a serious thing. I I, I think that Charlamagne explains why uh uh Kim enjoyed having Pete Davidson around. Yeah, I that's what I was that's what I was about to, you know, get to. Like, is that is <laughs> is is that true? Because it's like I've heard a few people tell me like they've seen it or something. You know, like damn. I, I mean, I, I think I think it's a well-known thing. It's well-known. Okay. All right. Yeah. I and so, so, okay. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what am I missing here? Well, well, I mean, the the rumor is Pete Davidson is he, he he's pretty well endowed, and yeah. and and, ah. and and that's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. All and, right. And, is is that right? Missing, I would be privy to. It. I have no idea. I don't. I don't. I, of course, I don't either. But is that? Am I right, T? Is that? Isn't isn't that the, that, the that word? That is a rumor. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. That and and so yes. I I think I've heard. Yay. Even. Well, no, they asked him, and he didn't he didn't respond to that that way. But it's just like well, somebody somebody like, Jesus Christ. Say that. Well, somebody pretty much somebody did ask him. Kanye on called Charlemagne and was asking Charlemagne. <laughs> he was asking Charlemagne for help. Because his wife and I'm quote and I quote is sleeping with a white boy that has a tennis penis. This is according to Charlemagne. And Charlemagne asked him, "What the hell do you want me to do? If your wife can't <laughs> handle it, if your wife can't handle it, I can't either." Oh wow, <laughs> damn! <laughs> and how the hell would Kanye know that it's ten hitches, man? Like, what the hell is going on? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah, yeah, right, This is. Right. Hey, again, back to what our boy Hov said. All of this stuff pretty much is only entertainment. <laughs> but it's oh funny. It's really it is. That, that's funny. hilarious. That's a good laugh there, funny. man. All right, all right. Pete Davidson, go on ahead with your bad self, man. Get uh, on in there, Pete. I hope you had fun while it lasted then. Yeah, get in there. Uh, all right. Hey, Pete, uh, <laughs> Pete is putting together quite the lineup, man. He yeah. is trying to rival uh, Derek Jeter. He's putting the lineup together. Man, yeah. man. That's what's up. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Well, I don't have anything else. We're at that 90-minute mark. It was a good show. Week 14, uh, not a lot of big games, but some good ones that we went over. And, uh, again, the Raiders found a way to lose once again on Thursday Night Football to the Los Angeles Rams, Baker Mayfield, and Sean McVay. I guess that will be the topic of the of Friday. Can he save uh, Baker Mayfield's career? And what does this mean for Matthew Stafford? Is it the end of the road for him? Will he be singing boys to men with John Robinson, the former general manager of the Titans? Who knows? 
next episode, we're going to talk about the hot seats. And Terrence, I think you know which coach I'm going to put on, on mine. Mm-hmm. We've got some hot seats for some of these coaches, and we want to talk about who is going to be replaced with new faces. And, you know, all of that as we get ready to talk about, as we break down week 14 and recap it on how it went. And, you know, and we will also talk about uh, a few other things around around the league. And uh, we will also be getting ready for the college football playoffs. It is coming up New Year's Eve. We'll be talking about some of that and leading up to those games. We'll give you some previews on it leading up to uh, New Year's Eve for that. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got, though. And is there anything else you guys want to? I've got, got a question for you guys. Come on. We can get out of here with this. Mm-hmm. I just I just saw somewhere that there is going to be a allegedly going to be a rush hour four. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that too. If you guys and I saw I saw this debate on Facebook the other day, but you guys probably saw it too. Uh, if you had to choose, are you choosing the rush hour series or are you choosing the bad boy series with Ooh, Martin Lawrence good. and this Rush Hour? Good. No question. This is fucking good, man. Hell yeah, too. Rush hour, no question. Hey, let's come back. No, we gotta come back and we can't. We gotta come back and do that, man. That gotta be another episode, like for real. Um, well, let's do it. Let's do it on the next episode. Is that that'll, give, that'll give us all a little time. Cool for me. Is it that easy for you, Nick? Rush hour, and, and, and I like and I like bad boys a lot. Don't get me wrong, rush hour. That's good because they both yeah, got three man, movies. It's pretty, it's pretty easy for me too. I'm rolling with rush hour. Like it's it's not really, bro. Rush hour was. Hilarious. Rush hour is a mess. Which is well, which is the best? Which is the best rush hour? Ooh. Let's do that. The best rush hour versus the best bad mm. movies. Mm. Can they go for it's can they go blow for blow? I'm leaning, I'm leaning one, but it's either one or two. Yeah, it's definitely not three. Um no, it's not three. I felt like I felt like three was just too rushed. It was it rushed. Seem... It was just like, hey, we did it. We we did it though. We said we were gonna do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's not three, but it, I, I, I'm I'm leaning one. I think, I'm, I, me too. I, I was just about to say, I, I think one uh, is a little bit better than two. Yeah, I think Rush Hour is is the first one. Is definitely the classic. Uh, that's the first one with the. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Ain't that the first one? <laughs> classic. Yeah. yeah, classic. That's classic. Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! When he, when he, when he, when he, when he plays, uh, when he plays the Jay Z, can I get a what? What? Can you do that to the Beach Boys? Hell no! You can't do that to the Beach Boys. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, you know. So, hey, the first one, yeah, that's definitely the classic. I guess I would put Rush Hour one up with Bad Boys one, even though Bad Boys two had a lot of more. No, um, Bad Boys two is the best Bad Boys. Bad, yeah, Bad Boys two did have more, more. Uh, it was a whole lot more action, more action packed. Uh yeah, you know what? Screw it. You right, Nick. I'm going with two. As much as I love the first one, I'm gonna have to bad go with two because they brought Gab. Guys, I I might be deep in the minority here, uh, and I'm not saying I put this one over any other oh. other ones, but I really love the third Bad Boys. Okay, the third, the third one was pretty good. It was pretty I good. Think it was came right. out a few years, a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah it was twenty. Was it was late 2020, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, something like oh, yeah, early twenty twenty. Like I really, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. It was cool. It was cool. The thing um, was good. I agree. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Uh, I was surprised on how they switched everything up with the the lady, him having the, the son by her, and all of that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I heard they're gonna actually do a four as well. Uh, Martin was talking yeah. about that not long ago too. So, but again, this one thing I'm learning about this film and stuff, man. Uh, oh, that was one of the things they canceled after after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. 
No, this has been said after the wheels after the Chris I think, Rock. Show. I think they no. I think what happened, they pushed the filming back. If I'm not mistaken, I do remember hearing something about that. But I think they pushed the filming back. Yeah, and that's oh, okay. and that's and that's exactly what I was getting to. Uh, this film and stuff, from what I'm seeing, it man, you can say that Jackie Chan, I think, said that they're in discussions, they're in talks. Man, those talks could last forever, you know. Like that, it, it could yeah. never. It made. It doesn't mean it'll come to fruition. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I've been talking about doing a next another Friday for how long now? Exactly, and that can't. We know I that really can't. Hope they don't. We well, we know that can't happen now. I don't think they would dare. Yeah, try that now without Debo, without Pops. You know, may they keep, right. may they rest in power. But I don't think they're gonna do it now. But yeah, it definitely should have happened before they before we lost those those uh those legends. But yeah, uh, that's actually we should have made it a triple threat. Let's make it a triple threat, T. Let's 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 okay. let's go rush hour versus bad boys versus the Fridays. Oh wow, that makes it a little mm. bit more interesting, doesn't it? What you mean, mm, mm, what? Mm. For me personally, so nothing. Nick, me, Nick is not going to put anything over Rush Hour. I can see that now. I can hear. For it. me personally, it's still Rush Hour. And, and Friday, I would the first Friday, I would probably slide. So if we're, if we're ranking them, the movies just across each other, I would probably Rush Hour one. For me personally, Rush Hour one is going to be at the top, and then probably the first Friday is going to be second. You would put the first Rush Hour over the first Friday. Yeah, as much as I love the first, as much as I love the first rush hour, it it my, my mine too, I mine too. Of I promise you, and my daughter loves Chris uh, Chris Tucker, loves him, and I don't even know how. Like I grew up watching him somewhat, <laughs> and she still likes him as well. So like, yeah, because he, he was also real funny in uh, Money Talks. Oh man, what you said? Hell yeah, Money Talks, bro. Money talk, <laughs> Money Talk, man. Look, uh, I'm, I'm just saying though, Friday, we talking about Friday. <laughs> You know, and I was just, and I just did a, I should have did the reenactment video, man. I got to do that. Somebody came to the truck, to, to, to our food truck the other day, and I don't know, the way he said it, he he kind of reminded me of the little fat boy that came to Big Worm's truck. Like, boy, what the fuck you want? <laughs> you know, and I actually, and I actually said that to him. He, he's cool. We know each other, so I could do that. But yeah. it was just a good laugh because he knew it was coming because of the way he said it. You know, like, what you got? Nigga, boy, what the fuck you want? <laughs> uh, no, nah, man, I, I, I don't. I, I understand it's an unpopular opinion. I, I get that. But for me, Rush Hour 1, dog, it, it was, that was another you. level. I got you. We'll come back to it, but I can't put anything. I don't know. I'd be hard-pressed to put anything over the first Friday, not even in the first Rush Hour. So that, <laughs> but Friday <laughs> would probably be well, one. My, well, my problem comes in is I don't know if I want to put Bad Boys 2 or Next Friday second. You I mean, mean, I, oh, I mean wow. Third. I mean, third. Oh, I'm about to say. You mean to tell me you put Bad Boys 2 over Friday 1? Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Friday, Friday 1 is second. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, Friday is second. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah then, I, I think Bad Boys 2 should be. Is, is, is a debate for me. I, I think it should be Bad Boys 2. I think that should be your number three. Over, over next Friday? Yeah. Damn! Wait a minute. Hold up. I know. I know. I know. Uh, That's yeah. a rough one. Yeah. Now, see, Jarvis, see, this, this is already tough, and you made it tougher. Added for, <laughs> added I did. I it. did. And that—that—that's that, what I thought was gonna do it there, making it a triple, yeah, a triple, a triple threat match. That—that that makes it a lot more harder because it seems like everybody was just going rush out. Two, I think, has to fall to five. I think I'm comfortable with that. To five? What's four? Oh, oh, oh! Next Friday. 
Yeah, either either next Friday or Bad Boys 2. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Whichever one you don't put at 3. And I think I'm comfortable with Rush Hour 2 being at 5. Yeah. Okay, so I think I'm going Friday, the first Friday, number one. Uh, next Friday, number two. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Ice Cube. Ice Cube damn near the goat in my book. I mean, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be the next Ice Cube. I'm sorry. Uh even though nobody knew shit about my my rap music. <laughs> but that's not here nor there. Uh uh now I'm seriously. Next Friday number two. Uh Rush Hour, the first rush hour number three. No, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to be disrespectful. But damn next Friday is like, man. Okay, Friday, Friday, Friday 1, the first rush hour 2. And I hate to do this to my boy Martin, but next Friday 3, Bad Boys mm. 2, 4. And then I think 5, I'm going to round it out with rush hour. It's got to be rush hour 2. Rush hour 2, yes. That's how I'm going to finish it mm. off. And I, 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 that's, I would I – would, I wouldn't be happy with myself. I couldn't sleep with myself if I actually didn't put two Fridays in that top five, though. Uh, I, I got to because next Friday, whew, I'm telling you, man, my daughter actually likes next Friday better than the first one. And like she she will watch those movies every single time they play them, and they play them a lot. So you you had a bad boys in there at all. No, no, no. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I Which put, one? Hold on. I said, I said Friday one. I said Rush Hour one, uh, number two. I said, I said, uh, next, I said next Friday number three. I said Bad Boys. Didn't I say Bad Boys two number four? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I did. I said Bad Boys two number four, and then Rush okay. Hour. Rush Hour two is my number five. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's it for me, and that's the best I can do. Rush Hour two <laughs> over Bad Boys two. Uh. All right. I I, I ain't okay for that one. I don't know if I would agree, but I don't care for that one. Now I put Bad Boys two over Rush Hour two. Right? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, okay, all right. Um, man, I would, I would definitely go Rush Hour Friday, and for the sake of not putting Bad Boys too far down the list, <laughs> I will go Bad Bad Boys two. Okay. Um, Rush Hour two and next Friday. Mm, okay, that's not bad though. I mean, you still got the other Friday in there. You see? Right. Oh yeah, next Friday's got to be in there it's because hard. just just the scene, the the pinky scene alone it makes next Friday <laughs> classic. So classical. So classical. Yeah, yeah, for real. That's true. Oh my goodness. Yeah, my daughter. My daughter loves. I don't care how many times she watches it, but when 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 Day Day and and what's what was the, what was the Caucasian guy's name? Uh. Damn it! What was his name? Uh, Roach. Roach. Yeah, Roach. Roach. Yeah. So Day Day and Roach is in the uh, in the back of Pinky Records. You know they getting blazed or whatever. They smoking a little. And yes. the, the the vac when the is it the vacuum? With yeah, the vacuum. vacuum when it goes up his lip and his lip gets stuck in it. My daughter, like three four years old, laughing her butt off. That's what I would put on to get her to sit her butt down and be quiet and 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 stop getting into stuff. And it would be that scene where she would just sit down and just laugh and watch the rest of it until she fell asleep and she didn't do that first. That was it, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, this is a good girl. She 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 gets it. She knows good TV, good comedy, but that's her scene. That and the pinky scene, of course, that's classic. 
Man, yeah, I don't see how. Yeah, you that can... finger scene is just ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know how you can leave that out of the top five. But uh, so so if only a few of them didn't make it. What Bad Boys Three didn't, and Rush Hour Three didn't. But those are the third ones, and I think we can all agree they're not better than the first two. So no, so had to leave no. Yeah, usually out. by the time you get to the third, it's it's about time to wrap it up. I do yeah. I do like uh Friday after next though. Oh yes, Friday yeah. Week, oh yeah, no doubt. And that, and and you know, hey, that's probably the best. Three, two out of the three. That the, yeah. the, the third. That may be the best three. Maybe. I don't know. I don't really remember much about Rush Hour 3, but I know it didn't have anything on the first two. But it was still watchable. I'm just saying. Uh, there's a couple of scenes that I remember. Typically when oh. he's uh, trying to interrogate the uh, the dojo master who's blind, but his name is you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who are you? I'm you. No, I'm me. Who are you? Yeah, yeah. That was the third one. Okay, that was is you, is you that if you is what you say, is you deaf? No, you is blind. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, man. That, that those guys oh, really boy. they 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 did some good stuff together, man. That was good. Uh, so look, if they get a four, that's good. Bad boys may that may be a four as well. And unfortunately, I don't think we're ever gonna get that fourth Friday. But uh, those three, they're good. They they're damn good enough for us. And uh, man. <laughs> Why did I just think of Uncle Elroy? <laughs> I know I said when I get my buddy, I'm gonna go lead him. But as soon as I get it, I'ma go. <laughs> and I ain't, I ain't, what he said, and I ain't never coming back. <laughs> I ain't never coming back. They been saying that was Deion Sanders. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Deion that's, that's is, what the internet be saying. Deion is catching hell, man. Hey, you know what? And I want to say this, and we gonna get out of here, y'all. But look, I got an issue with, and again, I know Deion. I just gotta ask everybody though, like. You must ain't been to Jackson, Mississippi. You must ain't been to Mississippi, period. Everybody be trying to everybody would be trying to run the hell out of there. He didn't come there. He came by mistake. That's just it. He took what he could get, and now he's gone. Uh I, I, I shared a reel on the Great Debate Show page earlier today. I'm sure you guys might have missed it, but it shows Dion literally talking to his wife. She was mixing it up with a few friends, hugging his hugging his lady. And he was just like, come on, get out of here. And he got her kind of off the stage, and she was kind of snapping. And I'm like, wait a minute now, Prime. Don't be, don't be acting like that. And he was just like, get your ass on. And you could see the face. They zoom in on his face. And he looks at the guy with the microphone, and he he rushes him. He gives him a hand signal like, come on, rush this. Or what, what did they say on Dave Chappelle's show? Wrap that shit up, B. You know, wrap, wrap it, it up. up wrap it up. And I'm like, whoo. And so the dude, <laughs> the dude was like, man, he really didn't want to be in Jackson, did he? But, I mean, we don't know what went on. All I'm saying is that. There are rumors. Why, why, yeah, of course. Look, I'm going to say this. And I'm going to leave it at this. I've been trying to get my food business down in Jackson to, to JSU for quite some time now. Now, when I called Ole Miss, some things happened. I mean, not everything that I wanted to happen, but I know why. But at least they called back. They emailed back. We made progress. JSU, I never talked to anybody. Look, this is what happens sometimes when you're trying to do business with a bunch of niggas. I'm sorry. I can do business all day with black people, but it's these niggas I got a problem with. And we don't know why Prime was ready to get the hell out of there. But all I'm saying is the things that he did, make the make the best use of it and keep it going. But I got a problem with all of these people in our culture that hate Prime for leaving a HBCU more than they hate Brett Favre for robbing the shit out of their asses. I don't understand it. Ain't nobody said nothing about Brett Favre, but we sitting up here crucifying Prime. At least he was here for a few years. 
Now he's gone. Uh, I would push back on that. I think people said plenty about Brett Favre. What? I ain't heard a damn thing. What? I mean, when you say people, who are you talking about? You talking about like people I mean, on, I mean, no, I, no, I mean on the internet. No, I mean on the internet. I don't see what I see with this prime stuff everywhere I go. And I, you, y'all know sometimes I'm under a rock. It's like I'm under a rock. I'm late to a lot of oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you you missed it then because people was heavy on Brett Favre. It's just but I see it. Out I, now. I, well, I'm not missing the prime stuff, and I'm not doing anything different. How did I miss the Brett Favre stuff? It just seems I, like nobody gives up. But yeah, they, they was on Brett Favre as like white on rice. Oh, okay. All right. Well, tell me yeah. something, man. I'm like, damn it. Don't be. Don't, get on Brett Favre's ass. He robbed you. I mean, he didn't. Prime didn't rob anybody. He got robbed from some of them, but he didn't rob anybody. And, and he gave did. a lot of money away. And he gave money away. And and, 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 what, and I read, what I read yesterday was basically saying that Dion was pretty much funding a lot of the things that they were doing. Yeah. Uh, he was, and apparently he was supposed to get a, a portion of the ticket sales after it got to a certain point, and that they Jackson State fell through on that part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently the um, they was they were saying that one of the the head administrator, the, the the what am I looking for, the, the president, the athletic director, or the president? Mm-hmm. I think the president of the school wanted. Kind of some of the same attention that that Prime was getting, and, he, and of course he wasn't getting it. So I think they kind of had a clash, and I think some things are going to come out in the next few weeks that are going to let you know the real reason why Dr. decided to go on and leave early. Yeah, I mean, come on, man! If he wants to take one of the worst Power Five schools that it is to get out of Jackson, which has became one of the best HBCUs in the country, come on, man! It's something going on, and I'm pretty sure I know what that is. He's doing business with niggas. I'm sorry. It is what it is. And I bet you it's you more. You to come back to it. Huh? I tried to pull him away from it. And I came back to it. I'm sorry. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you that's some of the reason why. I bet you. Look, this is. I just heard, and I'm sure you all heard it too. Cedric the Entertainer was talking to Club Shay. He was in Club Shay Shay talking to Shannon Sharp. And you heard how it came out. This is something that a lot of people didn't know, that Steve Harvey and Bernie Mac had a beef. They had a legitimate right. beef back in the day, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. During the Kings of Comedy. The way during the Kings of Comedy, but the way said explains it, and he wasn't on it long. Steve Harvey is his boy, so I'm not he's not gonna say much. But the way he said it, it really wasn't even so much Steve and Bernie Mac. It was the damn promoter that really got the thing popping off because he thought that hey, there wouldn't be no Kings of Comedy if I didn't put y'all together. And it's like, dude, yeah. you ain't told one damn joke, you know? But okay, right. we appreciate it. It's always somebody. That gets the ego tripping. And that's the reason why, you know, some things were said and some things were done. And it was like he said Bernie and Steve were both kind of alpha males. So they pretty much were going to bump heads at some point. And, but it started from this promoter who was just thinking that it should have been more about him. The same thing you just said, Terrence, about this athletic director or president or whatever the hell he is. I'm pretty sure he looks just like us. And he got the ego tripping. And Dion is like, man, y'all ungrateful. Son of a, you know what, man, I'm getting the hell up out of here because I'm already doing more than I should be anyway, and yeah. I and, and I'm yeah. I'm thinking at that. And again, again, look, it's Jackson, Mississippi. He probably just maybe he is a sellout. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying that sometimes we react so fast and we act like we ain't never tried to do business with some of us, and we and we act like it always turned out to be good business. No, usually some funny. Is going to happen. Something very shysty may happen in the process. 
And when we're talking about money, <laughs> man, please. Uh, but T, T, I appreciate you putting it out there, though. <clears throat> That's good. That's good information. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Uh, it, it is it is late. We got to get out of here and uh, yeah, get our Friday started. This was great. We were actually able to throw in a real debate here, a great debate. And uh, Terrence came up with a good one, Raw versus SmackDown. And then I threw AEW uh, Impact Wrestling or something in there, too, and we had a triple threat. Friday, I threw in there versus Rush Hour versus Bad Boys. That was good. So uh, that's it. And week 14, I hope everybody uh, enjoys the games on Sunday. I hope everybody wins if you bet. I hope they win good, but bet responsibly. And uh, we're going to talk about those games, man. Will Will Nick be 12-1 and one still? Uh, how will the Ravens fare without Lamar Jackson? And uh, old BP, Brock Purdy. How will he fare against the GOAT? All of that and more on the next episode of The Great Debate Show. Uh, Terrence, Nick, anything before we get out of here? And that's it, man. You guys uh, have a good Friday, a great weekend, and maybe hopefully we all, hopefully all of our teams get wins, but more importantly, hopefully those bets come through. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, guys, go check out the end of that Portland and Nuggets game tonight. Uh, I think we mentioned earlier that Nuggets did end up winning by one. Uh, Damian Lillard and Jamal Murray both put on the show. Catch the end of that if you didn't see that. Also, uh, just ran across a tweet. The Raiders uh, now have lost to Jeff Saturday six days after being hired by ESPN, went on a three-game winning streak, and then lost to Baker Mayfield two days off the plane. Oh, my God. Y'all be safe out here. Have a good night. Mic <laughs> <laughs> <The> drop. <laughs> Mic drop for real. I'm going to leave it at that then. <laughs> Way to end the show. Y'all be safe out there. And peace. Peace out, guys.